Welcome to the Fulfillment and Fire podcast with Kira Bannister, the podcast helping you create a life of fulfillment and one that sets your soul on fire. and welcome back to the Fulfillment and Fire podcast. It is your host, Kira Bannister, and we're back this week with another episode. Um, This week, I have decided to bring a guest onto the podcast. Um, I'm super, super, super excited for this. Um, My good friend, Beck Davey, and for the OGs, you might remember her from when we had our own podcast um, like a duo podcast and we kind of just decided that now wasn't the right time to be um, to be podcasting together. So we wanted to just kind of go off and focus on our own things and now I'm bringing her onto my podcast as a guest and I couldn't be more excited to share all the wisdom and all the knowledge that she has with you guys. So in the episode, we touch on a lot about the relationship with yourself um, because sometimes I think we can forget, especially when we are in a new partnership or just just in general, like we forget that we actually are in a relationship with ourselves and sometimes the best way to actually improve the relationships with our partners, with our family, with our friends is to actually come back to self and focus on ourselves and fill our own cup up first because how we show up for ourselves and how we lead ourselves is how we're actually going to lead others in our life as well and Beck is so qualified in talking about this stuff as well like she is the fucking guru like she is a self-love guru and even since I've met her I've just watched her on her journey and her awareness with herself and like her willingness to just sit in the uncomfortable emotions that she goes through and just her willingness to release those is just insane. And like the relationship with herself is just to a whole next level. And I think um, it's just something that we don't, that isn't talked about these days. And it's so fucking important. Um, We speak about in the episode that literally everything comes back to self, everything. And it's quite unlikely that you will actually live a sustainable, happy, fulfilled life if you actually don't have that strong relationship with yourself. And I truly, truly, truly believe that the relationship with yourself and the strength of the foundation that you have within yourself actually reflects in the quality of your life. And I think until you actually start to build that safety and that trust within yourself, you actually are not going to see that fulfillment and that happiness play out in your life so we talk a lot in this episode about how to strengthen that relationship with yourself um, some distractions that we see in today's society and how to like identify that they are a distraction and also we dive into a little bit about um, emotional intelligence and recognizing acknowledging and fully seeing your emotions and who you are um, and releasing those emotions as they come sitting with the uncomfortableness of the emotion and just letting them pass rather than just suppressing them and saving them for later and just escaping everything that's coming up for you. And then we also touch on a little bit about um, self-judgment and how to um, get away from um, fear of judgment from others as well. So this is like a super 
jam-packed episode and I didn't want to make it too long because I feel like what we spoke about was extremely potent and I didn't want to prolong that and just talk about random shit. So I feel like what's in this episode is exactly what you guys will need to hear and it's just direct, it's to the point and it, I know that this is going to be so relatable for you guys and just so helpful and valuable for you as well. So without further ado, let's get straight into it and I hope you guys enjoy the episode. My intention is to go into all things relationship with self because I feel like she's like the the expert or the guru in this area. <laughs> I feel like she knows everything about everything in this area. So without further ado, I, look, I won't introduce her because I want her to use her own words, but she is a coach as well, but I'll, I'll let her use her own words. So Beck, would you mind introducing yourself and just like Ooh. kind of speaking about like what you actually do for work, like what sort of coach you are? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Hello everyone. <laughs> you put me on the spot. It feels weird not doing like the podcast together as a duo podcast. Yeah. Like, it's weird that it's just me now. You know? I know, and now you're, you're interviewing me. I'm, like, interviewing you. Yeah. <laughs> it was really weird. Which is cool. Um, I guess, for me, it's all about bringing women, in particular, back into their power. So, like, clearing out all the crap that just doesn't serve them anymore and to bring them back into alignment with who they truly are at their core but also bringing a lot of emotional intelligence into it as well because I feel like like we're not taught how to do this growing up and I want to be the teacher that everyone didn't have growing up. So essentially just teaching you all about emotional intelligence, self-love and being your own best friend or your own partner really and dating yourself. And it's cool because like when I like think of like what your area of like not expertise but you know what I mean like what you're you're good at is like exactly that is like your relationship with self and like the emotional clearing of things like I feel like you're an absolute bloody weapon with that sort of stuff like that's that's what I come to you with is like that sort of thing so like it's just like you've got your like not niche but like your your specialty like on point and do you want to if you feel comfortable do you want to go into like a little bit of like a background on like where you've come from and how you like come to this journey Mm. and like how you actually found your way through this journey like just give people a bit of like background on like your low or like your lowest low yeah yeah um my lowest like before you started this journey like what was it that you were like holy shit like something needs to like shift here yeah I guess I kind of already was on the journey or I thought I was and I was I was more on like a spiritual path really more than like a personal development path and I just hit this low and I was partying all the time and it was like life just smacked me in the face and it was like if you don't sort your shit out now you're going to go down a path that's just going to be like absolute havoc and it was like life just slapped me with everything that I'd never dealt with in my life it was like all my feelings hit me all at once and every situation that happened in the past and it was like it's time to deal with it so I in that moment I didn't deal with it very good I isolated myself completely from everyone in my life and I started to go inwards and I I don't regret any of that because I needed to do that I needed to figure out who I was because 
I was stuck in the pattern of just following everyone in my life and what they were doing and copying them. And I was like the furthest I had ever been from myself and I was so unhappy. So I started the journey of getting to know myself and taking myself out on like little dates and going out into nature and just like, yeah, figuring out who I was. And even though it was really lonely, I I don't regret it at all. But that's kind of what set me on the journey to where I'm at now. And like, I feel like a lot of like, I feel like if you speak to most people, like the point they start at is like when they realize they're in this like shithole or whatever you want to call it, like they're just in this like spiral and they're like, just something, they've got this like deep inner knowing that something just needs to change. Yeah. Or like maybe something will happen and like they just, like you said, like get slapped in the face and they're like, holy shit, like something's got to shift. Otherwise, like I'm going to keep going down this like really ugly path. Yeah. And I feel like if you speak to most people that are on the other side of that, a lot of the times it started with the relationship with self, which mm. is why I just think it's so important and it's such an important topic to like touch on because, like you said, like we don't learn this shit. Like it's so crucial into like especially like your mental health and like the quality of your life but like we don't learn about this stuff it's like it's literally everything comes back to relationship with self which is why I wanted to get you on here today and talk about that and what did like what did your like old life look like like what sort of people were you surrounding yourself by or like what sort of like habits Mm. did you have like just so, like, people might be able to, like, relate a little bit and be like, oh, that's, like, that's me at the moment. Like, yeah. and not just shame anyone, just, like, so people know that where you've come from and that it actually is possible to, like, actually turn your life around. Yeah, I was just, I was, not that my friends back then, there's nothing wrong with them. And I'm not friends with these people anymore, but I still have all the love in the world for them. But it was just very negative. Yeah. <laughs> it was just, like, you know, blaming, complaining, mm. Um, putting people on pedestals um there was no healthy habits like I had no healthy (laughs) habits I was eating like shit all the time um I was overworking myself completely like my whole life like before I left Tasmania and moved here to the Sunshine Coast I was working three jobs holy heck yeah and I was just like working all the time because I was distracting myself I wanted to distract myself because I didn't want to feel what was going on and but before that before I was doing all that I was just partying a lot so I was hanging around with you know just people doing drugs I was doing drugs myself drinking alcohol it was just partying every single weekend and then yeah coming down throughout the week and that was my life yeah like (laughs) not obviously not shaming the whole party lifestyle like if that's what you want to do like go for it I think I think there's a healthy balance but like I feel like that lifestyle does come with a lot lot of negative side effects along with it it's like the the sleeping like needing to sleep more and like obviously alcohol and drugs aren't good for your body and like just the whole thing that comes with it like the money thing like Mm. and the people like it just it tends to be a really negative environment and like it's just not and invite if you are wanting to like actually grow and up level and do something with your life like I feel like it's just never an environment you want to put yourself in like when you look at the most successful people in the world none of them like I don't know one that's in the party life environment like no. not one no. unless they're like I don't know owners of like strip clubs or something yeah <laughs> you know what I mean so I feel like 
environment's huge. It's a like, spiral. It's yeah. just a spiral. It keeps you stuck in the same place. Mm-hmm. And it's like the people you surround yourself with, you're naturally going to just pick up from that and yeah. just, yeah, follow their lead, I suppose. Yeah. And it's, I think we were both similar in that as well, is that we didn't really know anything different because that we both come from quite small towns and, like, that's what the life consisted of. That's mm. what the lifestyle was and we didn't really know any different. And um, I want to also bring into what you were saying as well with the distractions because I have um, experience with this as well and it's exactly what I was doing. It's like just actually distracting myself from like sitting with myself and like actually being in my own company. And it got to the point where I like ran away to fucking Canada and moved countries because I was literally escaping. Yeah. And I was like, I I obviously consciously didn't know what I was doing, but now I look back on that and I'm like, I was 100% just escaping what the real problem was. Yeah. So, um, can you like talk into like distractions Mm. a bit more and like kind of how you can, I guess, like identify if it is a distraction? Yeah. Yeah. So, like most of the time we don't even know we're doing this no it's I mean, always subconscious hey yeah we have no idea that we're doing this and to be honest when i moved to the sunshine coast i still was i ran away for sure yeah. and yeah. i was distracting myself and it was so good for the first two months and then all my shit like hit the fan again <laughs> <laughs> and i didn't have anything to to distract myself with so i mean if you don't know that you're not distracting yourself it's just sitting with yourself and asking yourself the question like Mm. am I distracting myself right now what am I using to distract myself like are there feelings there that need to be loved seen and felt and just just asking yourself the tough questions and sitting with it and being radically honest with yourself yeah not lying yeah yeah and do you feel like that's a lot of times what the distraction kind of um, the reason people distract themselves is because they're actually not allowing themselves to feel the emotion. It's like a runaway from the emotion that they're feeling. Yeah, and I think like a lot of the ego comes into it too. Yeah. Like the ego is protecting us. It doesn't want us to see that there's mm. feelings there to feel because it's uncomfortable and it hurts. It's trying to protect us and it doesn't want us to see those feelings at all. Yeah. Yeah. Like especially when you're talking about emotions like anger and like sadness and like like they're really intense emotions and like the ego just wants to protect us from that which yeah i mean it feels good in the moment but it's like that temporary satisfaction but it's actually like the more you suppress this stuff it's like over time it's like it gets built up and built up and then you wonder why your life isn't looking too good because you've just been suppressing all this emotion and it's just compounded over time as well yeah um and so I guess, like, let's just, like, go through some of, like, the common distractions that Mm. you might see in people. I know for me, um, food was a big one. Yeah. Yeah. Me too. (laughs) Was that that your main one, would you say? Yeah. Yeah. Big time. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Even now, even now, I know when I'm trying to distract myself because my cravings will pop Mm. up. So it's like, instead of looking at it and being angry at that now, it's seeing it as a teacher and being like, okay, something must be wrong yeah. right now and I need to dig deeper. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, the awareness around your body and, like, what's going on for you is, like, actually insane. Mm. Like, I don't think I'm at the point now where I can, like, actually identify what's going on if I am getting, like, cravings or if I feel like I do want to binge. Um, I don't think I'm at that point now where I, I can actually identify what's going on. But, like, for you, you, your awareness is so high around that. Yeah. 
<laughs> and oh, like distractions is not just food. Like there's so many. It's like well, drugs is one, especially these days. Drugs is huge, yeah. and casual sex yeah. is huge. And that's one that I used to indulge in as well. Like food and casual sex were probably like my biggest ones, biggest yeah. distractions. It's like you're just like what well, a distraction is basically just like you're running away from something mm. to get temporary satisfaction. Yeah, and I think what what are some more like food. Even, like, hanging out with people all the time. Yeah, I mean, yeah I, that's a big one. Yeah, yeah. like, even though human connection is a very high need for humans, but if you can't be alone... That's a problem. Yeah, like, mm. that needs to be investigated. Yeah, that's a, that's a problem. <laughs> like, and like you said, it's, like, human connection is a, it's a need. But, like, when you're getting to the point where you just always feel like you need to be with someone, that's when it's probably time to start looking inwards. Yeah. Or even, for me, something that I... I, This pops up for me every now and again still now is, um, like, listening to too many podcasts or reading Mm. too many books and trying to distract myself with personal development, with growth, instead of actually sitting with the uncomfortable feelings. So it can come in, like positively negative ways yeah i know what you mean being aware of it yeah yeah Yeah, exactly it's like basically if you're just like trying to avoid something but it's like you don't know that until you actually ask yourself the question and go what's actually the intention of me doing this right now yeah um and so let's kind of like switch paths and talk about i guess like how you built that relationship with yourself up what do you think like the the main components were to that yeah I think it was mainly, um, I mean, I don't recommend isolating yourself completely (laughs) from people, but really like just coming back into yourself and hanging out with yourself, taking yourself out and doing things and being present with yourself and how you're feeling and enjoying your own company and doing things that you love. And if you don't know what you love yet, just trying different Mm, things out and just like, making a little toolkit of things that you love that you can go do by yourself that was that was massive for me that's definitely where I started and then it was more like listening to podcasts and like doing things like that yeah yeah I think once you've built that like um initial level of like I actually enjoy hanging out with myself now then you kind of want to um kind of accelerate a bit more Mm. and like then you start going into all the self-development and like how do I actually make myself feel good? And like, how do I just take care of my mental health? Like, yeah. I feel like naturally it just progresses into that path. Yeah. Yeah. And um, I think one thing with like the hanging out with yourself is just like, literally, what do you need? Or like, what do you think you need from someone else? And like, how can you just give that to yourself? Yeah. Yeah. And that's been a huge theme for me lately is like actually coming back to self because like my partner and I just like recently started dating and like, I got to a point where I I realized that I was actually starting to not attach myself to him, but I guess become like a little bit codependent. Mm. And I kind of just forgot that I was in a relationship with myself. Yeah. And so it's been a thing of me now coming back and being like, in those moments when I do feel like I'm craving him or like I need something from him, I'm like, okay, what is it that I feel like I need from him right now? And how can Mm. I give that to myself instead? Yeah, that's so powerful. Because like in relationships, I feel like, it's so damn easy to lose yourself and yeah. like you kind of become one with the other person. It's so easy to lose yourself. Yeah. And it's just where it all starts. It's like relationship with self. Yeah. You literally can't 
like give yourself to other people if you aren't actually focusing on you <laughs> definitely yeah I was even thinking on on my way here actually like the love languages mm. and we usually do that so we can tell our partner but yeah. why why don't we do that and do it with ourselves? So like whatever your top love, yes. love language is, why can't you give that back to yourself and, you know, use your own love language on yourself? Because that's how you receive love the yeah. best. Yeah. So like give it to your fucking self. Like, yeah. And I think it's this huge thing of like don't wait around for people to give that to you because like that's such a like unrealistic expectation to put on them. Mm. And also it's such a like... It's like you're, you're literally giving other people the control and the power. Yeah. It's like, I'm only going to feel good when he buys me flowers or I'm only going to feel good when, like, she messages me first and wants to catch up with me. Yeah. Like, that is such an unhealthy way to, like, get satisfaction or, like, gain happiness. Mm. Like, I don't know about you, but, like, literally knowing that I've got my own back and, like, knowing that I can give everything to myself, I actually don't need... Look, I like being around people. I like having friends, obviously. But, like, if for some reason they all just fucking disappeared like I know I'd be okay yeah and it's the most empowering feeling ever like it's so nice (laughs) yeah yeah that's it's massive it's massive and I think like being able to hold yourself in those really tough moments Mm. like of course we can go to other people for support but if you can't hold yourself like you're not going to be able to hold anyone else and like when you are going to other people for support it's still so important to have held yourself in that and have processed that before you go to them. Otherwise in that, in that situation, you're actually just taking from them and like dumping. Yeah. (laughs) And like energetically that's draining for them and it's draining for you because like all you're doing is taking off of them, dumping on them. And then they're energetically feeling that as well. Cause they feel like they're just giving all this, this energy yeah. and you're just taking it all and not giving them anything in return. Yeah. And like, there's so many times where I can identify that I've done this, like Wait. especially with my partner. Like <laughs> it's like, I just come to him with like something will happen. I will just like emotionally dump on him, but it just like in the moment, it's, it's almost like you're just emotionally reacting. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I think, I think when those, when you are aware that emotions have risen in your body, it's kind of like, just becoming aware of them and asking yourself like am I reacting from this emotion right now yeah and if you are it's just like stopping yourself and being like okay like I just need to sit with this emotion and give myself time for this emotion to pass so I can react from a more centered and grounded place yeah yeah and I know that your like practices with yourself and like your self-love I guess is like based a lot around like emotional release and like it's a lot to do with your emotions, hey? Yeah. What do you think? Like, obviously you find it really important, but, like, what is it do you think that makes it so fucking important? Like, what happens if you don't do that? It just builds up. It builds up. And if you don't fully see yourself, like, how do you expect anyone else to see mm. you fully? Like, as women, it's such an important need for us to feel seen. Like, we want to be seen yeah. by all the people that love us. But if we can't see ourselves fully like in everything no matter how uncomfortable it is well no one else is going to be able to see us fully and if we're suppressing those parts that we've got shame around yeah and not actually fully seeing ourselves in that we're actually doing ourselves a disservice but also the people around us a disservice as well yeah and I think like literally the reason that I've gone into the area of coaching that I have is because I actually 
finally started seeing myself for this part of me. Yeah. And it was a huge part of me. Like, I've always seen myself as, like, a sexual person, but I've always held shame around that. And obviously, through casual sex and, like, you know, just, like, sleeping around a bit, like, <laughs> I kind of portray that in an unhealthy way. Yeah. But like, now I'm, like, that's a big part of me. And, like, just because it's there doesn't mean I have to go and, like, portray that in an unhealthy way yeah. like now I've found that balance and I'm like this is a like fucking amazing part of me it's what makes me unique mm. and like it's just about channeling that into a healthy healthy way if that makes sense yeah but even like like with all like the sexual and sensual and like intimacy stuff like you don't need a partner to do that no, there's so many all. practices that mm. you can do to feel that desire within yourself yeah. And, like, I speak about this with my clients and stuff. Like, if you're not actually feeling sensual and sexy in your own body, like, fucking no one else is. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And how do you expect to feel that in the bedroom with someone 100%. else if you can't feel it with yourself? Yeah. And, like, I feel like when you are confident in your body, that just radiates in the bedroom. Yeah. Your partner can so feel when you're confident and when you're not confident in your body. Yeah. And it's so important. Is there any practices or, like, anything you like put your intention towards to like I guess like build that empowerment in your body and like feel comfortable and like I guess like confident in your body yeah um I feel like it's one of those things that it's kind of like a tolerance and you Mm. have to build it um (laughs) so it's more like I guess just being seen in like myself fully and showing up on social media even when I don't feel like it and just being confident with no matter how I look like right now I have a lot of pimples at the moment (laughs) and it would be so easy to let those pimples dictate my worth but like no one else cares and just showing up anyway yeah and just being confident in that and I guess like a lot of that would cut and like my old self would be like oh but how do you just not care what people think Mm. because that's what I would used to think like I'd be like okay cool it's it's okay for me not to judge my pimples or like like whatever it is that's coming up for me but like how do you actually release that judgment from other people as well like what do you think that is well we don't actually know if anyone else is judging us (laughs) unless they voice it yeah so like we can assume or we like we can mind read but we never actually know so what I like to revert that back to is like well am I thinking that about myself right now because usually the judgments we think other people are judging us for are literally judgments upon ourselves yeah and it's also like you're projecting what other people are judging you for because you judge people for that as well yeah like if you're thinking like oh like her like shorts are a bit short or something it's like and like if you're coming back to yourself in that and being like oh they're gonna think my shorts are so short it's like well where do you judge other people for their shorts being too short or just like that's just an example but it could be literally anything yeah it's like well where do you actually judge people for that because the only reason that you'd be thinking that about others as if it was actually in yourself as well yeah that makes sense yeah and I, th- I think with judgments too especially judgments upon ourselves like it's not about getting rid of them completely no like they're always going to be there it's just getting more comfortable with showing up when we aren't feeling our mm. best and just loosening the grip of the judgments yeah. and showing up anyway because we love ourselves yeah and like like i was saying before like if you literally like place the quality like you're whether you're like happy or whether you're like feeling in a good mood 
on those external factors. Like you're actually never going to be living a healthy, sustainable, happy life. Yeah. Like it just, it's not going to happen. No. Cause like the only thing we've got control of is ourselves. We can't control anything external to us. Yeah. So as long as we're placing our level of happiness on external things, like we're just never going to, we're never going to be happy. It's never yeah. going to make us, we're never going to be like truly fulfilled. Yeah. And yeah. so now like moving forward, like, what do you what do you feel like building the relationship with yourself? What do you feel like has actually benefited from that? Like, obviously, there's a lot, and mm-hmm. like, I'm just like asking purely for like the intention of like what actual benefits are on the other side of this for people that are actually struggling right now. Yeah, yeah. Well, I guess oh. <laughs> there's so many. There is so there's many. so many benefits. You just don't, it's not that you don't care, but you just, you don't care as much or you don't care in the way like you used to, like certain things don't stop you from doing things anymore. Like you just, it's just acceptance really. You're like in full acceptance of yourself and where you're at and you decide to show up anyway. Yeah. Yeah. And then, and then it like, it mirrors back throughout every single one of your relationships in your life too like your friendships build stronger if you're in a romantic relationship like that builds stronger like family people that you live with like it all just like mirrors back and gets so much stronger and you just are high on life like you don't need drugs or alcohol anymore because you love life so much and also if you're releasing all those expectations and those judgments your brain is literally like so much clearer and like there's more space in there like you're not like in your head all the time thinking like what's this person gonna think of me and like you don't have all these expectations going through your head because like they're not there anymore like and it clears so much space yeah but what you've done when you when you do start doing this like you're changing the neuro pathways in your brain so the more you practice this the more you're going to build it like a muscle when you go to the Mm -hmm. gym the more you're going to build that muscle and the easier it's going to get and you won't find yourself looping on negative shit anymore because you'll be looping on positive shit yeah (laughs) and if you're right like it is such a muscle like that you have to build because i think like people can get caught up a lot of the times in like the journey and being like well that's that's going to take so long for me to feel like that that they just don't even bother in the first place but it's like actually come back, coming back to why you're doing that in the first place and why look at looking at where you're at right now and being like, well, time's going to pass anyway. I may as well just fucking work on myself and send it. Like <laughs> Literally. Because like obviously we can sit here now and be like, it's so worth it. Like the rewards are just like they're, they're worth all the uncomfortableness and stuff. But like genuinely just actually come back to why you're doing it and yeah. like just take one day at a time. Yeah. And it's a forever journey. Like there's no end point and there's going to be stages where, you know, you might stop doing these practices and then you kind of fall back into old habits, but it's just about picking yourself back up again and just continuing on because like you can either stay in that negative thinking pattern forever, or you can just keep going through the motions of life and just building within yourself. And like when you do this, like you literally become a new human and you become a new human that you're actually fucking proud of. Yeah. Like when I look back on my old self, not that I'm not proud of her, but I'm like, holy shit. I'm like, I'm like 
I've changed personalities about 70 times, I think, on this journey. <laughs> but it's like you just keep, like, refining and, like, adding things and taking things away and, like, I don't know. It's just such a cool thing, like, to I be know. able to just – you can actually change your fucking personality if you want to. Yeah. And, like, I, I love when people are just, like, it's just who I am or, like, it's just how I am. Like, don't judge me for that. And it's, like, if you actually, like, don't want to be like that, you don't have to be. Like, you can actually change that. You it's can, just a choice. You can literally pick who you want to be yep. and just change that. Yep. That's what I did. I was, like, oh, I want to be this person. Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, what do I need to start doing now? What processes do I need to start putting in place to become that person? Yeah. And just doing the things. And I think there's so many things, like, for me and you that, like, we look back on and we're like, if I had told myself I'd be doing this, like, two years ago, there's no fucking way. <laughs> like, for me personally, no way. like, for me to actually be able to fully see my emotions these days. And, like, I was only saying to um, someone the other day, I was like, the amount of emotions that I've felt in the last two weeks... I've, I've, like, I've released them and, like, that's more than I've felt in the last, like, my whole life. Like, because I just, I, so fun, well, it's not really funny, it's kind of sad, but, like, when I was little, up until, like, two years ago, I literally used to stop myself from crying. Mm, like, if too. I felt like I wanted to cry, I learned this little trick and it's, like, you put your uh, top teeth behind your bottom teeth. And so it just, like, changes the fucking chemistry or something. And it actually, like, makes you not want to cry. Yeah, and see, that's so normal. That's so normal. I used to do the same even when I was watching movies with my mum. Like, I would just, I would zone out. I would literally disassociate from my yeah. body. And I would be like, I'm not crying right now. Because I thought it was embarrassing. And I didn't want to be seen like that. Yeah. And because I also didn't know how to receive um like love or affection when I was crying I didn't know how to receive that either and I was horrible at giving it to when other people were crying like yeah if someone I would I feel so bad now but my sister used to cry and I'd literally tell her to shut up oh Oh, like I just like my sister will like cry to me now and I'm, I'm so affectionate and like I genuinely just drop everything to like sit with her and if yeah. she's going through emotion, like anyone, not yeah. just my sister, but like just for this example. And like I literally used to tell her to shut up. Like if she was crying, I'd be like, shut up, why are you crying? Yeah. <laughs> so horrible. It is horrible, but like it's also, I don't want to say it's normal, but I guess it's normal for like, I guess majority of us mm-hmm. that have grown up like that because that's, what is conditioned into us so it's just like there is a way out pretty well there is a way out out. and if you want to get out and if you don't know how to do it by yourself like there's so many people you can lean on there's so many people you can just follow on instagram podcasts like there's so much out there these days mentors like yeah this is why we do what we do because like we know how much how impactful mentors can be and like not even in the in the capacity of like one on one, but like just master classes and like programs. Like we've both done them ourselves, and we know that the extent it can literally change your life. Yeah. So like, don't be afraid to ask for that help, and like actually take that on because, I mean, when you do hire a mentor or like you invest into a master class or a program or whatever it is, you're literally time collapsing everything. Yeah. And like, yeah, you could probably do it on your own, but like also, like you just get there 10 times faster if you're investing and like, you know what I mean? If you have someone who's done it before and been on that journey with you, yeah. like you're just going to get there 10 times faster. Yeah. And like, for me, it's taken me two years to get here because 
for a year and a half of my journey, I was not investing in mentors and programs and things that were actually going to help me because I was too, like, scared to ask for help or, like, mm. I didn't want to look weak because I was asking for help. Yeah. So, like, it's okay to ask for help. Like, you can have other people on your team with you yeah. to get through this journey. You don't need to be completely independent. No, you definitely <laughs> don't. <laughs> and so I don't want this podcast to go for too long just because, like, I want people to, like, get the potency of this but just to finish this off what's like this is going to be hard for you I can tell what would you tell old Beck yeah what would I tell old Beck um hmm oh <laughs> I knew this would get you audio <laughs> That, that no one cares as much as I do. Mm. And to just show that's up anyway. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. <laughs> yeah. That's simple, but like, yeah, like I just think back to my childhood. Like I remember the first time when I started actually caring what people thought. I was three years old. Yeah, wow. I know. Wow. And it's like no one cares yep. at all. Like just do the things that you love. And my coach loves to reflect back to me sometimes because I get a lot caught up in this and I'm like, what are they thinking of me? And like, I'm always thinking about what other people are projecting or like what their judgments are. And like, she loves to reflect back to me that like people are not fucking sitting there journaling about you, Kira. Like the world does not revolve around you. Yeah. Your world revolves around you. Yeah, sure. But like no one else's world revolves around you. Yeah. And no one actually gives a fuck. (laughs) Yeah. That actually reminds me of this one. I don't really remember exactly how it goes, but it was pretty harsh when I read it. And it was that, but it literally changed everything yeah. for me. It was like, no one actually gives a shit about you <laughs> as much as you think that they do. Like, everyone is way too caught up in their own literally world to don't. give a damn flying fuck. And, like, look at you. Look at us right now. Like, we're literally like, what are people thinking about me? We're not even thinking about what other people look like or what other people are doing because we're literally too focused on ourselves and yeah. what other people are thinking about ourselves. Yeah. You know, like, it's, it's just, yeah. <laughs> Things don't actually have to be as deep as what you make them. And, like, things actually just do get to be simple if you let it. <laughs> yeah, just zoom out. Yeah, basically. Zoom out. <laughs> zoom out. <laughs> but with that being said, we'll wrap up here because I feel like this episode has that probably been... so quick. I feel like the longer it goes, the less potent it gets. So yeah. we're just going to stop it here because I feel like we've got there's so much value in this episode already. And just thank you so much for coming on the podcast and being a guest. Thanks for having me. <laughs> You're so welcome. I will leave all of Beck's um, details and like, not details, <laughs> phone number and everything now. Um, I'll leave her um, like socials and stuff below and how you can actually find her and and work with her because she's an incredible human and she, she like I said, she's like the guru of like oh. self-love and coming back to self and like the emotional intelligence side of things. So thank you so much, Beck. And I will see you guys. Well, sorry, I won't see you guys. I will speak to you guys next time. <laughs>